Good afternoon, everybody. I pray the peace of God over you. I pray the, the protection of God over you. I pray your Jeremiah 29 and 11 would soon fulfill itself to you, not just to you, but for your family. It's for your family also, those that would be gracious enough and quick enough to receive it. God is still in the miracle working business. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't give out. You may have to shed some tears along the way. You may have to pick up the phone and call a prayer partner and say, pray me through this. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling so defeated. But just hang in there. Don't hang in there. Stand in there. My mother-in-law, rest her soul. She would say, don't, don't hang in there. You stand in there. So stand in there. Wait on the Lord and be just just be prayerful and be thankful while you're waiting on him and while you're waiting on him while you wait while you w-a-i-t on the lord to fulfill his promises you wait on him you wait on him by waiting on him well what do you mean keisha while you're waiting on him to open that door serve him wait on him be his waiter be his waitress and you serve him you serve God through loving other people through loving the people of God through you love other people who haven't quite made it over fully onto the Lord's side you love them through grace you love them by giving them the truth of the word of God I want to just say to you during this lunchtime hour whatever time of day you're listening to the sound of my voice I want to say to you that it is so it is so necessary it is so important that we begin to turn our backs on things that we know are not God that we know it's not Christ like and you know sometimes you get that feeling deep down on the inside it is something like it'll hit you and you can't really describe what it is. You really can't put a scripture on it, but you know that it's not right. You know that it, it you know that if you do it, if you say it, God won't be pleased with it. And so I want to tell you that we need to stop making the choice to choose loyalty over choosing what's right. Well, what do you mean by that, Keisha? It always deals with a family member. It always deals with someone that you've been friends to for years. We went to high school together. We went to college together. Now we're both, we, we both have our families and our children and we're thick as thieves. That's my ride or die chick. But then you start becoming sensitive to the Lord's voice. You start getting convicted a little bit more about the wrong things that happen right up under your nose and God starts to deal with you and he starts to tell you now you can no longer be a party to this if you're going to come over to my side if you're going to be if you're going to live in my kingdom you got to have my kingdom ways and that means that that family member that loved one that child that you know that they're doing something wrong and you've been a party to it but for the sake, but for peace sake, you don't say anything. You turn a deaf ear to it and you think, well, you know, that's not, that's not, I, I can't say anything to him. Why not? 
you're a son or a daughter of God. You have the truth in you, the truth of God. You have the power in you. You have the authority in you. You have God's direction. You have his self-control. You know how to pray and ask God to show you when is the appropriate time to pull this person to the side and say, you know what? Mama's been a party to this too long. Daddy's been a, a party to this too long. Your best friend has been a party to this too long. I can no longer turn a deaf ear to what I'm hearing. I can no longer put my my hands over my eyes and pretend like I don't see you going down to the nasty kitty to hook up with somebody that's not your wife, that's not your husband. I can no longer be a party to this. But for the sake of peace, we choose not to say anything. Or then we think, well, you know what? That's my boy. That's my girl. That's my auntie. That's my mama. I'm not fixing to say nothing to them. No, loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. I, I, I don't understand how people can think that being loyal to something that is sin or that's inappropriate is doing the right thing. It's not. So you're choosing to be loyal to them, to uphold them, and not make them be held accountable to the sin that's in their life. You'd rather be loyal to them by taking them across town to go meet deacon so-and-so, to go meet evangelist so-and-so. And you know that's not their spouse. You know that that's not the person that they wed. You stood in the wedding. You know that that is not, you know that the child that they've told you belongs to the daddy is not the real daddy. But you have this man looking crazy and you hunching each other at the family gatherings thinking it's a joke because you got this man tricked because you got your hand in his pocket. The devil is a liar. We need to choose what's right instead of choosing loyalty. But I want to keep the peace in the family. But if you look at it, there is no peace because there's no rest for the wicked. There's no rest for the wicked. So there is no peace. Yeah, they didn't turn over card tables. Yeah, they didn't They didn't empty out coolers uh, uh, full of liquor and soda and water. No, that didn't happen. Nobody got into a, a fight at the cookout. And you think that's keeping the peace, but it's not the peace of God. That's a peace that you've created. That's a peace that I've created because we don't receive the power and the authority that God has given us to speak up against these things that we know are not right. There's a way to speak to someone. There's a way to help them. But you have to pray and ask God to show you when, how, and what to say. Don't go in your flesh. You want to choose loyalty because that's your son or because that's your daughter. And you let them bring people to the family gathering that you know that they shouldn't be with. But, well, you know, that, that, that you know they grown. I'm not saying nothing. Well, you know, that, that's between them and God. Well, what about the word of correction that God put on the inside of you to speak up against what's wrong? What you going to do with that? What am I going to do with that? Am I going to just sit down on the gifts that God has given me? Am I just going to sit down on the power and the authority that God has invested 
invested in me. That means that he's looking for a return. People, business people don't invest in a person not to receive a return, not to receive a good profit. So what are you going to do with the power and the authority that God has given you, that he's given me to speak up against these things that are not right? If God be for you, he's more than the whole world against you. He's more than a family against you. He's more than your job against you. He's more than your best friend against you. Well, I don't want to say anything because, you know, we've been friends for so long. You know, that's been my favorite uncle for so long. That's been my favorite cousin for so long. And then, you know, if I say something, you know, then they're going to turn the rest of the family against me. The devil is a liar. If the rest of the family turns against you because you spoke up in the truth of God, then you have to question whether or not the God that they say that they serve, if it's really the one that gave his son, his only son to die on the cross for a lost and a sinful world. But let me just say this. This is all good news because it's God giving us a chance to think about the person that God keeps putting in your mind to say something to them, to win them over fully to his side. But we don't want to say nothing because, you know, they're the matriarchs in our family. And, you know, we dare not say anything to the matriarchs because, you know, the matriarchs, you know, they've earned their right to sit in the seat as a matriarch. And, you know, they've lived their life. And so because they're a matriarch, you know, we shouldn't say anything again. The devil is a liar. There's no truth in him. He's a deceiver. And the enemy, the adversary, he prowls around. He's he's walking around. He's pacing around. He's looking up underneath stuff. He's pulling back covers. He's opening doors, looking for whom he may devour. And he's devouring us by way of, by means of, making us believe that we are keeping the peace by not saying anything. If you love a person enough and if you care about them, if you want them to serve the same God that you serve, that I serve, we should tell them, you know, I, I just, I really believe God has something better for you. I really believe that God has a spouse for you. God has a spouse for you. I really believe that, you know, your life will be just a little bit better, a little bit simpler if you would just kind of cut down on the women. You know, I know you've been used to having like 10 and 15, but have you ever thought about just having one? <laughs> you know, just kind of gingerly show them, offer them a better side, a better way of looking at it. So I hope that I've said something that has blessed you, that has encouraged you, and know that it is my honor to speak to you as God speaks to me because it hits me first. And that is an honor because it lets me know God loves me enough to correct me as well. Pray for someone today. The day is not over with yet. Do something kind for somebody today just because you can do it. And then watch and see how that makes your heart feel on the inside better greater it is sooner not later you guys be blessed bye-bye oh and surrender your life to christ it's not too late bye-bye